Today, we're going to discuss sugar. Welcome to Vancouver Current Worldwide. My name is Ray Talili, based here in Vancouver, Canada. A big thank you to our loyal fan base and new listeners. We had a listener named V thanking us for keeping it real. Thank you, V. That means a lot. Hey, V. Uh, hey, everyone. My name is Spencer Alexander, coming to you from Calgary, Alberta. Okay. Sugar. Not you, Spence. Sugar as in the saccharide, the sweet stuff. Yeah, whatever. It's an ancient word from the Sanskrit, uh, sarkara. Sugarcane juice was being consumed in 4000 BC in southern India and Southeast Asia and parts of China. Sugarcane was mostly chewed, by the way, because it's a hassle to extract sugarcane. Honey was used as a sweetener instead in most places. That's going back a bit. How about the processed stuff, like the table sugar that we have today? So for that, you don't need to go back 6,000 years, but you still have to go back about 2,000 years when some bright spark figured out how to turn sugarcane juice into granules or lumps of sugar. That's like a mad scientist, right? <laughs> yeah. By the early centuries of the ADEs, refined crystal granules were being produced in India. It then spread to the medieval Islamic world and thence to Europe by the 800s, Europe and beyond. God, you mentioned before in one of our previous shows that the word sugar was a universal word. Yeah, you know, like words like um, OK and Coca-Cola are universally recognized in any language, right? Right, right. Actually, throw the word Big Mac in there, and you have a legit, universally understood sentence. Very funny. Yeah, you'd be like trying to make out what some drunken lost tourist is saying, and blah, 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 blah. Big Mac, Coca-Cola, okay. And <laughs> yeah, 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 right that way. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect, yeah. Sugar has branded itself really well also. Even the word sugar, sweet, honey, they're all terms of endearment. It's an ancient, uh, 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 it's an ancient word, uh, it, the origins of, as I was mentioning before, Sanskrit, uh, Sarkara, when you follow the spread of the sugar roots, then you get Arabic, uh, sukkar, sukari in Swahili, Greek, it's zakari, Italian, it's zucchero, sucre en français, azucar in Espana, zucar in Deutsch, Suga in Japanese. Having fun there, Ray? Oh, you know it. Go on, Spence. Give it a try. Zucchero. Um, no, man. This uh, gringo is just going to stick with <laughs> straight up sweet sugar. I'm good. Okay. So we fast forward hundreds of years to the 1600s and 1700s. You mentioned last uh, podcast there, Spence. The uh, British Empire was the biggest sugar pusher of them all. Makes sense presumably due to their setup. I mean, imagine they had their fleet, the Royal Navy, tropical territories acquired in the Caribbean that were cleared of their native populations and perfect for sugar plantations. The horrific transatlantic slave trade that provided free labor, new refining methods, mercantilism and customers aplenty. So yeah, blood diamonds have nothing on sugar production between the 17th and 19th centuries. 
True. Uh, sugar was referred to as white gold, and the men who produced and traded in sugar became obscenely wealthy, including in Great Britain. This wealth was um, at the expense of slaves whose life expectancy, dig this, if they survived the journey uh, from Africa to the Caribbean, was only three years on these hellacious plantations. Three years? Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, that's three to seven years. Uh, the process of getting sugar from sugarcane, as you mentioned, is not an easy one. Slaves were working 16 to 18 hours a day in temperatures which would reach, get this, 40 degrees Celsius with humidity. How many uh, slaves are we talking about that were involved in sugar, let's say, versus like other crops like cotton or, or I don't know, was rum something that was also... A byproduct of um, molasses coming from sugar, but good question. Yeah. About 70% of the 12 and a half million slaves that were kidnapped from Africa were directed into the production of sugar, right? 70%, really? yeah. Production of sugar from sugarcane is extremely laborious. Um, under normal circumstances, yeah. the price of a finished good um, would reflect would reflect the labor costs, right? Huge amount of labor going yeah. into producing this thing. If, however, your production is propped up by slave labor, then the finished goods are unrealistically cheaper than they should be. And the British use this cheaper sugar to become global juggernauts in sugar. Right. I mean, our listeners know that uh, uh, natural sugar is necessary and processed sugar is bad. Sugar from a fruit when eaten contains fiber. That's good, which means the sugar from the fruit is released into your bloodstream at a slower, healthier rate. Processed sugar goes straight to your bloodstream. There's no gradual time release mechanism. That's bad. Yeah, our listeners are pretty savvy. We know some of them, but honestly, Ray, I think one of the biggest reasons diabetes is so widespread I reckon is due to just ignorance. Not everyone has the fundamental understandings of sugar and how it works. Yeah, I mean, I saw a documentary on TV uh, uh, not that long ago about this remote Aboriginal community uh, down under that was fit and healthy uh, right up to the late 70s. You could clearly see this by the photos of the time. Anyways, today the uh, the 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 fast forward to, to today and that basically the entire village is diabetic and obese turns out that the reason they had abandoned their healthy diet was that they were so impressed uh, uh, by the level of development of, uh, of the european colonists that they really believed that all the packaged processed food and snacks couldn't possibly be bad for their health they were giving coca-cola to their babies ouch yeah, for real. And the story has a good ending. They end up going back to their original healthy diet. Yeah, that's interesting because you see that around the world with many cultures that have been uprooted and not just indigenous cultures. All kinds of cultures have been flooded with sugar and processed food, including our own culture here in North America. North America especially. And the sugar lobby is massive. I was going to ask, uh, what did you find out about Sugar Lobby? 
Well, the sugar business is absolutely massive, as you can imagine, like over $100 billion globally, uh, annually. And they use the same old, same old dirty tricks played by many big industries. For example, it was just been discovered recently that in 1967, the Sugar Research Foundation, uh, as it's called or was called, paid the equivalent of $50,000 to three Harvard scientists to essentially sell out. Here's 50 grand, write some articles that overlook the role of sugar in heart disease. The sugar industry funded research that pointed fingers at fat as the culprit to obesity and other sugar-related ailments. They funded research that confused the public purposely, just like the tobacco industry did and others have done and continue to do so. The, this issue is well known and widespread, especially in the nutrition industry. I really wish that kind of criminality was prosecuted somehow. Yeah, me too. By the way, how's your sugar consumption? <laughs> I've managed to wean myself off processed sugar, but we all know it's practically in everything that comes in a package, so it's hard to avoid completely. Good luck finding a cereal that doesn't contain sugar except for you know oatmeal or porridge. I do indulge on the rare occasions, but I've concluded the stuff is really bad for the health. I will make an ex occasional exception, of course, like when I'm in Mexico, for example, and, and uh, you know, the Fanta there, for example. Uh, Real uh, sugar, yeah, I like that oh, stuff. Oh man, it's not that glucose, fructose, corn syrup they put in there, mm. you know, so it's, uh, it's good. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll relapse occasionally. I got to ask, um, because I've tried it before, how did you wean yourself off sugar? Uh, processed sugar, I, it's processed sugar I weaned myself. I do eat fruit, right? I did, okay. basically, I did a, a two-week sugar cleanse once. And after that, I just kept on going. Um, it, it's made me buy, it's, I've really changed my, uh, my, 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 my nutrition or my, my my health regimen, nice. Yeah, my okay. diet. Sorry, yeah. it's made it just it's made me buy less packaged or processed foods. Uh, look, I really genuinely believe that one day foods with processed sugar, certainly excessive amounts, will have warning labels. Yeah, it could be. Um, what about nutrition labels? Why don't they just make it easy or easier for people to understand how much sugar they're really consuming? Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> hey, man, that triggers a lot of people. For sure. They, you know, they put it in grams instead of teaspoons. Can you imagine how people would react if they read like 11 and a half teaspoons of sugar instead of 46 grams on a can of Coke? Uh, can, sorry, a can, a can of pop. You know, four grams is four grams of sugar is one teaspoon. That's like a really good thing to remember when reading the nutrition facts on anything. Four, four grams of sugar equals one teaspoon. That is a really good tip. A lot of people don't really understand nutrition labels. Because they're not made easy to understand for the average person. Or kids for that matter. I hope they're teaching that in school. We weren't taught any of that growing up. My generation, anyway, your generation. I guess no, me neither. No. Yeah. I wonder if sugar tastes different. I mean, sugar doesn't just come from sugar cane, right? Yeah, it, it also comes from sugar beet, 
which looks like celery stalks with lettuce on top. Sugarcane is found in tropical climates and sugar beets in more northern climates like here in Canada. Not sure about the taste difference, uh, um, although there's definitely a difference between like, you know, like how sugar tastes and glucose fructose. Uh, but for the for the body, but you know what? For the body, sugar is sugar is sure. sugar. Yeah, I understand that. People sometimes think, uh, oh, honey is natural, I'm fine. Um, but to your system, honey is sugar. Glucose, fructose, anything with an os on the end is sugar. Even lactose is sugar. Yeah, that's right. You basically want to avoid any processed or refined sugar, period, full stop. Yeah, people get tripped up on honey and all kinds of things. It's like, you know, honey has some good trace minerals or of certain, you know, it's got some healthy components there, but, 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 but it's sugar, right? And so yeah. that's right. Even drinking freshly squeezed juice is not that good. You know, um, I'm not even talking about the, you know, the, 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 the bad, you know, fruit juices. I'm talking like freshly squeezed, uh, you know, eat the fruit instead for the fiber. Guess who uh, the biggest uh, sugar producer in the world is? Uh, the U.S.? No, Brazil is number one, then India, then the EU from, uh, EU gets it all from beet sugar, right? So wow. Northern France, Germany, Belgium, Holland, and Poland. And then you have China and then Thailand. So you can tell which ones are producing beets, which ones are producing uh, sugar cane because uh, of the climate, right? Yeah, makes sense. Interesting. Might be a good time for this week's fun facts. Oh, all right. Uh, you first. Okay, all right. Uh, sugar can be used as a preservative in certain foods and can help preserve texture, color, and flavor. Huh. Okay. Lemon contains more sugar than strawberries. And I, I you didn't know that, right? No, I never would have guessed that or even put it's that because, together. Because the acidity actually uh, hides the sweetness. like The, the sweetness in lemon. Yeah, it overwhelms the, yeah, but it's there. Cool. Um, adults should consume no more than 30 grams of sugar per day. So seven sugar cubes, which is basically one can of pop. Ouch. One can. Some health officials say a max of only 24 grams of sugar yeah day. i'm more familiar with the 24 grams yeah when yeah. I started, yeah when i started my that that my my famous sugar cleanse it was like don't go over 24 which is not that simple right like it's you know it's sugar is in bread it's in, yeah like, it's, it's in, in everything milk. right it's in yeah it's, it's in. and especially for the north american palate there's more sugar uh uh um in, in, in products in North America than you might find elsewhere, right? Asia, for example, or, or elsewhere. Wow. Brain scans demonstrate that sugar is as addictive as cocaine. Yeah, I've heard that before. That, that is terrifying. Realize that it's in everything and um, our kids and everything. That's just terrible. It really is. Yeah. Here's another one. The sugar industry is one of the most complex in the world with all kinds of anti-dumping rules, quotas, price controls, and preferential arrangements. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Fruit Loops contain one teaspoon of sugar 
for three spoonfuls of cereal. Oh, God. Man, I tell you, kid cereal, I don't know how that kind of marketing criminality is legal. Can you explain that to me? No, man, I can't. How do get away with that? Like, Uh, uh, you know? I I think we both know the answer when we really think about it. Yeah. Lobbyists, money, yeah, answer, asked and answered. Um, When it comes to average sugar and how it's consumed in the U.S., for example, the number one spot goes to soft drinks. Now, get this, 33% of all consumed sugar is found in soft drinks. That's a third yeah. of the sugar consumed in the US goes down, uh, goes up a straw. That is terrible, man. Yeah, someone trying to cut back on sugar, just by eliminating soft drinks, that's like a huge step, right? Yeah, massive. Sugar causes wrinkles. Have you heard that one before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a program with this Australian woman who was 70, who looked like she might have been 35, and said 30 years ago she took sugar out of her diet. No wrinkles. No, it was just amazing. But anyway. I have to say, though, that I I struggle with completely. I can't seem to completely eliminate it unless uh, to completely eliminate processed sugar. Like uh, it's... Anything that's in a package, but you know, you like a. I've almost almost eliminated it, but it's really hard. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyways, studies have shown that glucose accelerates aging, and excess sugar negatively impacts memory and cognitive thinking. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Here's another one: in both men and women, the percentage of calories that comes from sugar decreases the higher your income is right so think about it It makes sense yeah 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 it makes sense right because if you're if you're a single parent struggling to feed a family right you're gonna buy you're gonna buy high calorie content so your kids don't go hungry right not necessarily the most healthy foods but if you're dual income doing well then you can afford to buy uh, the best of the best, more organic, fresh kind of yeah, life. more fresh, yeah, produce, sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's a well-known fact that like poor con- communities have. What have you heard of that? Uh, what's the term like a uh, like food deserts? Have you ever heard that term? Something like that. A vague, a vague memory of that. Like just poor areas just have like they just don't have the same food choices for like fresh. Oh yeah, there are over one hundred names for sugar. Certain food manufacturers have a field day with this to avoid using the word sugar. Yeah, I can. Have you seen some of those weird terms? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just a way of cloaking it so you don't see that. You're right. At some point, there are going to be laws. Here's one: a bottle of Gatorade contains nine teaspoons of sugar. Right. Yeah. A grande Starbucks ice flavored drink equals seven teaspoons. A can of Monster Energy drink is 13 and a half teaspoons, and a liter of Coke equals 16 teaspoons of sugar. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this one is truly tragic. Ketchup. I mean, ketchup. I love ketchup. Yeah, me too. One teaspoon. Uh, there's one teaspoon of sugar per tablespoon. Oh, ouch. Of ketchup. 
brutal is that? Yeah, it's awful. I've actually removed ketchup out of my diet. I, yeah, I me found too. That, that, yeah, I've, you know, yeah. me too. I, when I heard that stat, like this is a while ago, somebody told me, I said, no, he's look at your container. I went, oh my God. Yeah, so I took, I've taken ketchup pretty much. I mean, the ketchup's in a lot of other things, like a, a dab here and there, but for the most part, ketchup's out. Um, uh, sure I remember is, being in the store with a Gatorade, same thing. I was, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, a, I was kind of dehydrated. I was like, oh, I'll get a Gatorade, and I picked it up and I looked at the, I looked at the, uh, the ingredients and the sugar. And I was just, yeah, no, yeah, put it back. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, harsh, man. Sugar is the only taste humans are born craving. Why is that? You know, it has to do with ensuring babies crave nutrient-dense foods for energy, for growth, like their mother's milk and fruits, you know, after being born, that kind of stuff, right? Makes sense. Interesting. And that about wraps up the show for this week. Thank you, Spencer. And thank you, Ray. Thank you, listeners. And thanks to our loyal listeners and growing audience. You guys are awesome. Have a great day. Catch you next time.